Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Mile 24 show. We are back after a long time. It's been since March or April, I believe, since we've had a new episode. And we're going to get into all that. We're going to wrap up the year for the three main series that we cover on this channel or podcast, depending on how you're taking it in. And it's... uh. Yeah, we'll look forward to the next year, and we'll talk about some stuff. So here we go. First off, we had to talk about where we've been. So we were on a bit of a hiatus from April to now. I think it was April was the last episode. So unless you've been living under a rock or in the middle of the desert for like a year, we have this nice little pandemic ruining everyone's life, eating all our steak. It's been driving, I I shouldn't say driving everybody nuts, because I if you follow my other podcast, Drive with James, uh, that one was kind of dead, and it made a rebound once the racing went away. I did pretty well for a little while, I, I'm not going to get into all that, but uh, only more in the last few months have I started to finally feel with the rest of people, but uh, I was doing some different things, some off the wall kind of stuff that uh, helped me get through a lot of it, which was good, but eventually it ran thin. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, when, when COVID hit, like I had tickets to IndyCar, we were doing this weekly. I think we were doing, we were doing a couple a week, I believe. We had the morning mile morning show that we launched right before. I think we got two episodes of that in. So we had, we had sweet cake. We had two episodes. I think we were pretty well, two episodes a week plus a live show. Like we we're putting uh, put some work in over here on mile 24. But uh, when COVID hit, I think we were, what, four races in the NASCAR season. F1 was just about to start. I, don't th- I think IndyCar was about to start, too. They, they hadn't quite got there. It all just kind of went away. And, uh, yeah, I tried to keep going for a little bit. We had a couple episodes where, from where we were in the NASCAR season, we were going to review the 2004 season as like the weeks went on got a couple into that and i just just couldn't do it anymore i it was hard because you know you're putting so much effort into something and you know it just all went away so quickly and that's the thing with like entertainment and sports and stuff like you you know if you're a big sports fan race fan you you get relying on it (laughs) you know it's Oh yeah, I gotta make sure I watch the race and stuff. And when that's all taken away, it's you know you're lost for a little bit. Like I had to go find some other things. I kept up with some of it, obviously. Um, we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, I, I tried to change life and live on a less dependent way. But uh, just you know, I still watched every weekend. I just missed doing the missed doing the show. So I thought we'd wrap up the year and start for next year so hopefully this won't be an ongoing thing this is the second time that the show has gone into hiatus we did during the 2019 playoffs too because of a a personal personal stuff so hopefully we can uh, all move on and we will start with indycar just because this has the least 
So up here in Canada, I can only watch the Indy 500 in Toronto. Toronto didn't happen. I wouldn't have watched it anyway because I was supposed to go. Obviously, that got canceled. That sucks. I still haven't been to IndyCar, unfortunately. We were going to hit the road. We were so excited. So out of the two, IndyCar, I didn't really get to watch a lot of. Because like I said, it's not really readily available. And because of everything, I didn't really go out of my way to watch it. I regret it. I should have, but I didn't. But I did watch the Indy 500. Uh, Takuma Sato picked up the win there. Uh, pretty good race. Ended under caution. Uh, looked like Dixon was going to catch him. It would have been kind of cool to see Dixon get it, especially with the year he had. But it's not the way it played out. Uh, some big news switched around in IndyCar, too. Uh, we'll get that for the uh, season preview in a few weeks. Or if you actually, yeah, no, they're like, what, in March? So it'll be a few months. We'll talk about some of that stuff. Probably start doing channel updates and stuff. But um, Scott Dixon is your six-time now champion. No, uh, Joseph Newgarden ca almost caught him at the end. Dixon came out of the gate with three straight wins. Newgarden kind of picked it up near the end of the year. He got close, but uh, not quite. Not quite enough. And Dixon is your defending champion for the sixth time. NASCAR. So here we go. Didn't miss a didn't miss a lick here in NASCAR. First few races before COVID were pretty good. Logano got a couple of them, which I wasn't a huge fan of. No offense to uh, old Joey there, but uh, yeah. We came back. Harvick started getting some wins. Harvick and Hamlin basically dueled all year. Harvick finished with nine wins. Hamlin, I believe, seven. And uh, they were dominant. A lot, of the, a lot of good races. It kind of petered out near the end. The playoffs weren't really, other than a few races, weren't that enjoyable. Uh, the Roval was cool. Vegas was cool. I really, uh, I didn't care for the fin finale in uh, Phoenix. Couple reasons for that. I don't like, um, I don't like how they raced there early in the year. I kind of like how Homestead was like the one you only raced there once and it was at the end of the year. I like that a lot better than a double race and then the finale. I don't really like playoffs at all. I was more open to it early on because it was kind of fun you know it reset everything it seemed fun uh, it's anti-tradition but it's weird but it was kind of cool and it's not just because i'm a harvick guy it's not biased but uh the fact that a guy that won nine races and dominated all year can't win a championship is really dumb <laughs> i mean, he had a couple bad races, not even like overly bad races. He had a couple off races. He's still finishing like top 10, top 15. But a uh, guy that wins and had like, I think he, one of the best average finishes in NASCAR history was like 7.2 or something like that, which is ridiculous. And he can't win. He's not eligible to win a championship. Kind of a joke, to be honest. <laughs> I've, uh, I like the stage. I, I try to not be one of those complainy fans where, oh, you know, the stage racing ruins it in the playoffs. I was like, no, no, it's fun, you know, like just trying to go with it and enjoy it. And I would defend it. <laughs> but uh, this year's playoff has spun me around and I am not a fan. I do not. <laughs> I don't like it now. Every other uh, racing series had it like. F1, obviously Mercedes won, Hamilton dominated. We'll get to that, but uh, 
it's more real, you know. Like Chase Elliott is your 2020 NASCAR champion. He had a few five wins, I think, this year. Pretty good. Pretty good breakout year for Chase. However, should be the champion. Now, people, a lot of Chase fans out there, most popular driver, probably happy that he won. But uh, I won't say that he. I might have already said that he didn't deserve it. I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve the championship, but Harvick and Hamlin both had a better year. And it's just, I don't know, fake news. <laughs> it's manufactured. I don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, it was a fun year, though. Like I said, it kind of petered off at the end. There's some wonky races. Let's. Let's talk about the rain delays, though. After COVID, <laughs> it felt like what well, every single race for two months after um, COVID was, or after COVID, after they returned from COVID, we're still in COVID. After we returned from COVID, holy crap, we got freaking rain delays every single race. It was driving me crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> every single race, it was so irritating. <laughs> I think we had one race on Tuesday, didn't we? Oh, freak. I couldn't believe it. And I'm a a big anti-rain delay guy. <laughs> I mean, nobody likes a rain delay, but the only NASCAR race I've ever attended was rain shortened. Um, back before I you know, was in the position I have now in my work life, where I can kind of make my own schedule. Back in the day, I worked most weekends and Mondays. So like, I would miss them on Sunday anyway, and then rain, and then miss them friggin' Monday. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> it felt like every single race was rained out. It was absolutely terrible. We had some great races, though. Kentucky is one that stands out. I mean, the race kind of stunk. Kentucky usually stinks. Kind of boring. Except for the last three laps. This happened last year as well. Kentucky, no longer on the schedule, which is nice. Not for Kentucky, but for the rest of us who have to watch it, other than the last three laps. So, last year we had the duel of Kurt Busch and uh, Kyle Busch. Kurt Busch coming out on top. Great finish. This year, Cole Custer, the rookie, goes from sixth to first in like a lap and a half to take his first win, which I predicted. Remember the prediction show? I predicted. I predicted a win from Cole Custer. I am from Austin Dillon. That both happened. Speaking of Austin Dillon, another good race. Texas. Well, not a great race, but a <laughs> good finish. 1-2 um, for Richard Childress. Reddick and uh, Dillon were battling at the end. So, a couple good finishes. Those, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Those tracks both stink. Generally, the racing's not very fun to watch. But uh, at least this year, there was a, and last year for Kentucky, there was a couple good finishes. So... I remember when when they first said Kentucky wasn't going to be on the schedule. I was like, "Oh no!" But the what about the Custer and the Bush one? But then I'm like, "Oh wait, these races are awful, except for the last like minute and a half." So hopefully these replacement tracks will be better, which I'm sure they will be. Um, another race that sticks out. Uh, I mean, the two Daytona races. We had that awful finish to the 500 this year, where Ryan Newman had that terrible crash. The and these plate track. I guess no plates anymore. I'm still. Spacers, what do they call them? Just friggin' super speedway racing. Friggin' annoying. I don't like it. It's too much crashing. It takes forever. Like Talladega 
ran over and uh, not in Canada, but I'm in the U.S. I got demoted to a terrible channel. People couldn't even watch the end of it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was, this, uh, it was the set. Was it second Talladega or the first Talladega? I think it was the second because the first one got rained out, didn't it? And uh, Blaney won two straight Talladegas on a Monday or something like that. Something weird. But um, yeah, no, we had a, we had a couple good moments. So the year kind of petered off, but the push back the new car for another year, which is a bummer. But we'll get on into all that in the preview show. This is a wrap up. So now we got Formula One, which, other than the domination of the Mercs and Verstappen, I guess to a certain extent, uh, Lewis Hamilton had more points by himself than any other manufacturer, which is interesting. You took out Bottas, Hamilton still beats Red Bull. <laughs> So, very interesting there, very interesting there. So, Hamilton had a great year. He beat uh, Michael Schumacher's win record, the podium record, the pole record. He tied the championship record, so he's on the way to becoming a, I don't like using the word, but an animal term. He's going to be the goat. The goat. Overused. He's goat, he's goat. Anyway, I hate people that say goat, by the way. That's a pet peeve of mine, so if you're wondering why I'm mocking it. Anyway, for Valtteri, he started the year off with a win, but man, that guy has the worst luck. <laughs> he friggin' the luck that guy had, he he had like uh, what was that? He had a puncture. They had that pit incident there at Secure, which happened a couple weeks ago, where they put had to put his tires back on the wrong way. Poor guy had a nightmare year. Hopefully he can turn it around and we can be a little more competitive this year. But I feel for Valtteri and everyone poops on him too because especially now we had uh, George Russell from Williams replaced um, and Lewis Hamilton on the Shakir Grand Prix and did really well. So everyone's saying that Bottas is a bomb and should go away now. So I feel bad for the poor guy. He gets pooped on. Um, I think he's a great driver. He just has terrible luck. The starts could use some work, but apparently that might be a car issue, possibly, that we've been hearing about. So, who knows there? But, I say but too much. Drive me nuts. <laughs> Anywho, crazy. Four Bottas. One big thing that happened that is awful is that the Honda is pulling out of F1 after next year. They are done. So, Red Bull is trying to figure out an engine issue thing i don't know what they're going to do there it's a nightmare nightmare scenario because alfatari runs honda too so we'll have to see i love a new manufacturer to come in but the economy for racing as it was not ideal and now you have uh covid it's going to be interesting it's going to be an interesting few years here for um for all motorsports, honestly, but uh, Formula One with Honda, NASCAR with their new car, and they're losing uh, a lot of sponsors and stuff too. Well, like they don't have any associate sponsors. You can't. They don't have like primaries for the year. It's just a nightmare. So unfortunately, it's the world we're living in. But uh, hopefully, we can bump it around here. But the Honda exit is bad, bad, bad. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I hope we don't go down to 16 teams or something. But I don't know who they're going to get. Uh, Mercedes is not going to give them an engine. Ferrari probably won't. And Renault. I mean, we've already been down that road with Renault, so we'll have to see. Other than the top 
tier. Um, the midfield this year was fantastic. One of the probably one of the best battles of the midfield ever. I'm going to say that. I mean, I didn't watch from the 2000s or the 90s, but uh, I'm going to say best midfield of all time. You had Racing Point taking a huge step up, who's also becoming Aston Martin next year with big Lawrence Stroll dropping in the big money, bringing in Sebastian Vettel. Should be interesting there, but they came fourth in the constructors. Very, very close. Sergio Perez gets a win, the first win under Racing Point. But he, as of recording, doesn't have a seat for next year. The guy gets a win. What a nightmare. Weird. McLaren got third in the constructors. Nando, Nando? Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz had great years. Carlos would have had a lot better year. He had some real bad luck early on. He had a lot of DNFs, I feel like, and issues. He had a lot of issues. He almost won a Grand Prix in Monza. Uh, he came, he was winning in another race before the Mercedes got him. But uh, Sainz had a good year. Pierre Gasly. He got a win for AlphaTauri. They didn't do too bad this year. Friggin' Renault. Renault took a huge step up. Got a couple podiums for each driver. So the midfield's doing great. I mean, we could see Aston Martin and Renault, who is going to be Alpine, going into next year. Could be interesting. Maybe close the gap. Might get uh, a more competitive field. I like the way it's going. I mean, Mercedes has been up for a while. They were getting battled by Ferrari. Ferrari fell off like a truck. Red Bull's kind of right there at the moment, but who knows with the engine. Also, another series that was going to have a new car got pushed back a year, so another year at this, but sky's the limit, Formula One. I think good things are on the horizon. I think we're going to have a nice, good series, at least for the first couple of years of that new car. Have to see. George Russell, as I mentioned, he had a, got his first points this year, finished uh, like what, 15th or 16th. Got a couple points in the Mercedes. Showed he should be a winner, though. So good on him. We had uh, some cool podiums this year outside of Hamilton, Bottas, and Verstappen, who had most of them. Monza, we had Sainz, Stroll, and Gasly with the win, which was awesome. I love that Gasly got a win. After all the crap that friggin' Red Bull put him through, he wins in an AlphaTauri. Awesome. Big fan. Big fan of Gasly. That race for me was, it was my favorite race of the year, for sure, Monza. Oh, I don't know. Secure was really good too, but Monza was especially at the end because I would say my favorite two drivers are probably Gasly and Sainz. I mean, it's hard. I like a lot of the guys in Formula One. It's not like, like NASCAR. I have a couple favorites and everyone else is kind of like, yeah, I like them, but well, I really like most of the drivers in Formula One. I don't think I, there's only like two that I don't really care for. So my two, my two boys were racing. Sergio Perez got his first win in Formula One, too, at the Skier Grand Prix after, um, what was he, in third or second? I think he was in third. He's going to get a podium at Bahrain, same track, but different layout. And it blew up. It blew up. He got a DNF, then he got a win, and then he got a DNF. So, <laughs> kind of interesting for Perez there at the end. We'll have to see who gets that final Red Bull seat. Him and Albon are kind of right there for it, so we'll see. A um, couple big moves. I already said uh, Vettel is going to Aston Martin. Carlos Sainz is going to Ferrari. Albon may or may not be in the Red Bull with Perez. Who knows what happens there? One of those two are going to get it like, alongside Verstappen. I'm trying to think. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo is going to McLaren. Fernando Alonso is going to Alpine. 
Ocon staying there. We got two new drivers for Haas. As of right now, Mazepin, everyone wants to get him out because there's like this whole sexual harassment thing going on. But as of right now, he's still in that seat. Mick Schumacher is going to come up and race for Haas. Magnussen and Grosjean are both out. Uh, Magnussen's going to IMSA for Cadillac. Grosjean had that big crash in Bahrain. Horrible crash. One of the worst crashes I've ever seen. Thank God he didn't die. I'm actually a big Grosjean fan as well. Not that I wanted him to die either way, but... Uh, I really like Rosen, so I was uh, I was upset during that Grand Prix. But uh, I'm hoping he goes to IndyCar. We'll see. But uh, I mean, if he decides to not do it, I would understand after that freaking crash. But uh, who knows? Who knows there? The last race, Yas Marina. Get rid of it. Terrible race. That was awful. Get rid of that track. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. Absolutely hated that race. I was all excited to bring back Mile 24 show. And that was the race that happened. And I'm like, yeah, we should just stay on hiatus. That almost put us back on hiatus. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just a, a quick-ish wrap-up of the year. I mean, we're going to have our awards probably in another few weeks. And then we'll have all our previews. And then we'll have a prediction show. And then we'll get right back into it. So before we bid adieu, we'll go through the final standings for all the series. I was going to answer my predictions, but um, I bought a house this year. If you listen to the other podcasts, you may know this already. But I bought a house, and my notes for my predictions and stuff got lost somewhere. So can't answer my predictions. I do know I picked Custer and uh, D- Dylan to get a win, and I was right. I think you can go back that video or a video. Eh, it might be a video too. You can go back and listen to that prediction show and go through my predictions. I know I got the IndyCar championship wrong because I said Simon Pagano. And, yeah, I did okay. So we'll go – we'll do the top 20 for IndyCar. And then we'll do all of Formula 1, I think the top 25 for NASCAR. So we'll do IndyCar first. We'll do it in the order that we talked. So in 20th place, we have Marco Andretti. Oliver Askew for – McLaren, who is no longer with McLaren, whole drama there a little bit. He finished in 19th, Charlie Kimball in 18th, Connor Daly 17th, 16th, you had Alex Ballou, Jack Harvey for 15th, Renus VK in 14th, Santonio, Santino Santino Ferrucci in 13th, Marcus Harrison in 12th, 11th is Rosenquist, Ryan Hunter Ray in 10th. Alexander Rossi in ninth, who didn't have a good year at all. Uh, Simon Pagano in eighth. Pumasato in seventh. I picked Pagano to win. He didn't have a great year either. Uh, Graham Rahal in sixth. Will Power fifth. Pato Award, the not rookie, but he's still a young guy in the McLaren in fourth. Had a great year. Colton Herta in third. Also had a big year. Driving that 26 car for Andretti next year. We'll see uh, for Gamebridge. We'll see how that goes. Joseph Newgarden, defending champion in second, and Scott Dixon with the win for the championship number six. Congratulations. All right. We'll go based on the NASDAQ playoff standing friggin' points things. Ah, friggin' playoffs, man. Ugh, I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm that guy now. So in 25th, we have Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 24th, Michael McDowell in 23rd, 22nd, Bubba Wallace, 21st, Chris Buescher, 20th, Christopher Bell, who I predicted to go to the playoffs, and I was wrong. 19th, Tyler Reddick, Jimmy Johnson in 18th in his final year of Cup. Um, 
missed a couple races from COVID, so we'll see. Who knows how that would have played out. Eric Jones in 17th. Cole Custer 16th with a win. Eric Almirola in 15th. Uh, Matthew, Matthew. William Byron in 14th. Matt DiBenedetto 13th. Clint Boyer in his final year in 12th. Austin Dillon 11th. Kurt Busch 10th. Ryan Blaney in 9th. Blaney had a really good year at the beginning of the year, and he fell off like a like a rock. I couldn't believe it. Pensy cars there. They were so dominant early on. Anyway, uh, Kyle Busch in 8th. Martin Truex Jr. in 7th. Alex Bowman in 6th. Kevin Harvick in 5th with 9 freaking wins. Denny Hamlin in 4th with 7 freaking wins. Uh, <laughs> Joey Logano in 2nd. Brad Keselowski in 2th. And the ninth car. Is your champion, Chase Elliott. Actually, let's look at the stat here. Chase Elliott had the second most laps led and the second most stage wins. Interesting. All right, Formula One. We'll do the constructors first. Where is the stupid button for it? Here we go. So Mercedes Williams. <laughs> Williams Mercedes in zero points in 10th place. Uh, Haas in third with three points. Alfa Romeo in eight, eighth with eight points. And then 107 points you had Alfa Tauri Honda. Six you had Ferrari with 131. Renault with 181 in fifth. Racing point BWT Mercedes. 195 points in fifth. McLaren Renault, who's I think they're running Mercedes next year, I believe, with 202, Red Bull with 319, and Mercedes with 573, with the winner of the constructors for the seventh year in a row. Very good. Very good for Mercedes. All right. So Formula One in 23rd place, Pietro Fittipaldi, who raced what, three races uh, in relief for Grosjean, for Haas, Jack Eight. Jack Aiken, oh Jack Aiken, with the Williams, we will twenty second. There was a funny meme for Nicholas Latifi. He, uh, I mean, he's the rookie of the year. I don't know. Vitaldi and Aiken, they have the same amount of points. But, uh, Nicholas Latifi, it was a funny th- uh, meme. It was like your first season in Formula One and twenty drivers, and you finished twenty first in the standings. So Latifi in 21st for Williams. Magnussen with uh, 20th and Haas. Roman Grosjean in 19th for Haas. George Russell with three points at 18th for Williams, but he got those three points in a Mercedes. Keep that in mind. Giovinazzi and Kimi Raikkonen, 17th and 16th for Alfa Romeo. Hulkenberg with the racing point. He subbed in for Perez in a couple races, and I think for Stroll as well. With 10 points and 15th. Daniel Kvyat for Alvatari, his little final year in 14th. Vettel in 13th had a terrible year. Hopefully he can turn around next year because I like Vettel. Uh, Esteban Ocon in 12th. Lance Stroll with Renault. Uh, Renault. Ocon with Renault. Racing points. Stroll in 11th. Pierre Gasly with a win in 10th for Alvatari. Lando Norris in the McLaren in 9th. In 8th place you had Charles Leclerc. Leclerc, however you want to pronounce him. For Ferrari in 8th, Banana Leclerc, we'll say. That's my favorite version. Alex Albon in 7th with Red Bull. Carlos Sainz with the McLaren in 6th. Daniel Ricciardo with the Renault. 
In fifth, Sergio Perez with the fourth place finish in the racing point and a win. And he missed two races, too. Crazy. Uh, Max Verstappen in third, Valtteri Bottas in second, and your seven-time champion, Lewis Hamilton. And those are your standings for 2020. What a year. What a crazy, weird year. But alas, that is the end. I thank you for joining me. It's been a bit. We'll keep her going. It's been weird talking this long. I haven't recorded in so long. Like all my, on the other podcast, I, they've all been pre-recorded. My throat's sore. I haven't, <laughs> I don't think I've actually recorded a, like a new episode in like two months. So may have been a little weird. Thank you for sticking with me. And, uh, as always, remember the old catchphrase, keep it clean. Thanks guys. <laughs>